This is the Gary V Audio Experience. My friends, in America, which is the number one competitive entrepreneurial market in the world, to be in the top 1% of earners in America, you have to make $400,000 a year. I really want to start talking about practicality. This whole notion that everybody has to make millions and millions and millions of dollars is insanity. We have to recognize if you actually have the talent to be able to do that. Building an actual business takes talent. You don't get to just build a million dollar business because you read a book or because you want it or because the secret's gonna fucking help you do it if you wish for it enough. (laughs) It's not how shit works. There's no 17 step process if you suck. There's no 17 fucking step process for me to be fucking the best basketball player in the world. It doesn't exist. There's no fucking 17 step process to make me fucking Beyonce. It doesn't exist. We have to, at all costs, reframe the conversation of entrepreneurship and building businesses. If you actually took a step back and became honest with yourself and deployed self-awareness and understood what you were good at and what you were bad at, I understood that I was built like a robot. That I don't need to drink, that I don't need to eat, that I don't need to fucking sleep. Well, I need to sleep, let me rephrase. But I definitely don't need to eat and drink, right? To work 18 hours a day, and that is my competitive advantage. I don't work 18 hours a day because it's fun. I don't work 18 hours a day because it's cool. I don't work 18 hours a day for kicks and giggles. I work 18 hours a day because I want to win, I want something, and it is the thing that I can do better than anybody I've ever met. I've never met anybody in my entire life who can work 18 hours a day, every day, forever, until they die. That's me. My brother can't do that. Nobody I've ever met can do that. And so they shouldn't do that. A lot of people I meet can fucking destroy it in nine hours and have algorithmic heads and can do amazing things and they're the closest people I've ever seen to passive income because they run math arbitrage at scale against markets and that's God bless. Everybody in here has three to four core things that they're better at within themselves than everything else they do. And the quicker that every one of you looks in the mirror and actually has that honest moment with yourself and starts to deploy all, I didn't say some, all of your energy against those three or four things, the quicker you will maximize everything, starting with happiness followed by money. We are spending way too much time and energy trying to be good at things that we can't be good at. It's just real talk. And there is a, how big is the business you said? I just heard you, how, the information business? How big was that? Good, that entire fucking business is built on telling people how to fix things they suck at when they can't maximize it. That's the truth. Way too many people can't get there. It is against everything you hear from everybody. I get it. I understand how I sit on this island very by myself in the ecosystem, but fuck man. Let me say this. Think about the thousand people that are the most famous and successful in the world and they all have only one thing in common. They fucking punted everything besides that one talent and spent every fucking minute in their lives on that one talent. That's their common trait. Now, now, does that not mean that you could be the best entrepreneur that you could be if you put in the tactics? Absolutely. But you better be ready to swallow that that means that you make 87,000 a year because that's a talent that you have. You could have made 42, 
You did the process, you put in the work, you tried really hard, you fucking really wanted it, and now you make 87, that's pretty good. I could be a much better jump shooter if I fucking took a thousand jump shots every day playing basketball, but I still don't think I'm getting in the NBA. I have no interest in anybody doing what I do. I have interest in communicating what I do, and then everybody here is a big girl and boy. You can like look at that and be like, all right, here's what I can do that's this, uh, but I definitely don't want to do that and this and that. Are you asking me that because so many people that are cut, the younger generation, that they're putting out so much content that they're not going to consume content? Because I think that's a very popular point of yeah. view. Yeah, It's not only that they consume it, but they seem to overshare about everything that is out there. And, and a lot of it is just shit, I'm not interested. No, 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 a lot of it may be shit to you, the problem is you don't get to decide, Yeah. right? Okay. So like, when the Kardashians become big in the US and everybody says that's shit television, the problem is it's the number one television show on TV. Many people in here think that footy or football or American football is shit and that's a waste of four hours but it's my biggest escapism. I said this the other day, we are not allowed to judge other people's escapism. Some people think it's shit to stay in line for four hours and wait for Star Wars. Other people live for it every three years. You know, some people think I think it's shit to read business books. <laughs> let, me, let me just say it one more time. <laughs> let, me, let me just say it one more time. I think it's a waste of time to read business books. So, you don't get to judge if like scandally cloud girls are sharing everything because you don't. The market is the market. Here's what I can tell you. There's a great thing about the market. The bad thing is people get sad when they hear that part. They don't understand though that the cream always rises to the top. There's a lot of people that have tried to do what the Kardashians have done. There's been a lot of sports. There's a lot of pretty girls and boys. Like eventually the market makes its decisions. You may not be happy with what the market picks, but it makes its decisions. Instead of being crippled by what everybody, I don't even know what anybody else does. Bless you. Like, do you, like I don't have a fucking clue what Tim Ferriss or Tony Robbins or Oprah or Al Jazeera, I don't even know. Don't even know. And I would tell you as much as you can take that approach, you need to worry about what you do and what you want to accomplish and what you want people to get out of you and what you want, right? I have a friend who all he wants to do is make $100,000 a year so he can go to Jamaica and smoke weed, right? <laughs> and that's awesome, God bless. That, I mean, I'd kill myself if that was my ambition, right? Like, so, you know, everybody gets to do what they want, but I, I think you're making a huge energy waste on trying to decide, like, do not judge the market. Reserve all that energy and time to focus on your thing. You will put out stuff, your community will come to you based on what you're putting out, and yeah. if nobody's coming, then you're not putting out good shit, darling. Yeah. And the reason I'm coming with this to end is the following. Not because I want to be Debbie Downer, not because I want to be like, look, I'm a really good entrepreneur and you're not. It's because if you start betting on your strengths, maybe you're just organized, maybe you're a great operator, maybe you should be a number two or a number three in somebody's organization. The gal that was number 30 at Facebook made a fuckload more money than a lot of us being on our own. Like, there's a lot of ways to go about it that aren't predicated on just being the number one and being that. It is an absolute real conversation that needs to start happening in entrepreneur land and business land of 
actual self-awareness to strengths and weaknesses. It has to happen. It has to happen. The data is not on the side of the current narrative. And so we need to deploy it. Again, you can absolutely maximize your marketing skills. You can absolutely be a better copywriter today than you were a month ago if you practice and you see the results. But please, please understand that practical optimism is an absolute blueprint for success versus blind hope. It's real. It's real. And you know what the funny part is? Most of you know it. Most of you know it deep down in your belly. And so, what does it all mean? It means that you only have so much time and energy. And if you can figure out what to deploy it against, you will maximize success. And I think it's a very important time to start having that conversation because there is other things that happen. There's tough markets. There's downturns in economies. There's other variables. And that's where betting on your strengths has the biggest upside. So, as we head into Q&A, what I really want to focus on is attention. You know, like, attention is the asset. It's the asset. I mean, if you just spend your time trying to understand where people's attention is and where is it overpriced and where is it underpriced, you will make a lot of money. If your competitors are sending, buying ads in newspapers and sending direct mail while you're doing Google AdWords and Facebook, you will make a lot of money. You just will. Um, as a matter of fact, as, a, as a, like a tactic, I would highly recommend spending a lot more time surveying and asking your friends and customers what they do. I mean it. Like, you know what's one of my favorite things to do? Look at the whole, look at, actually, you know what? Everybody do this real quick. Look at your phone. You know what's really interesting about your phone? And this is why I grab so many people's phones when I'm traveling. If you look at the home screen of your phone, you would be blown away how big of an indicator the apps on your home screen are to who you actually are. If you really look at it, it's, it's stunning. Like, I could, like, when I interview people for like type A jobs, I actually grab their phone a lot to make sure there's like a lot of like Evernote and calendars and organized shit on there. Like, it is an unbelievable indicator onto who you are and a great insight into what that person's about and things of that nature. These are the places that we need to deploy our energy. Attention and self-awareness. They are the rocks of high success in the future market. If you scratch your own itch on content, you win. Right, like, like if you actually have a business that you're building content on top of, I'm very fruitful on that. That's just gonna take patience, time, effort. Um, and so that's, that's what I would say. I mean, yeah. I, it's nothing crazy that you haven't heard yet. I think what you need to do is understand you're not gonna get as much out of it as you think up front, yeah. and you just need to stick with it. Marie, you know, read Crush It in 2009. It took her three years to get into a place where it started becoming anything. Sure. Do, you have, do you have the patience and the tenacity to eat shit for 36 months is the game.